Welcome, beautiful. If you're looking for guidance on personal growth, your feminine journey, meaningful relationships, and authenticity, you came to the right place. Join me as we explore the divine feminine energy within and discover what it truly means to be a strong, confident, and intelligent woman in today's world. I'm your host, Daisy, and this is the Chronicles of Being That Girl. Hello, my wonderful friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad to be here talking with you today. Now, this podcast episode today, we're going to be doing something a little new. Well, two things that we're going to be doing new. First is I'm actually going to be talking with a shorter script, actually almost no script. I don't know if you knew this, but most of my episodes, I have like all of my thoughts written down and then I just recite my thoughts through the microphone, which is really good because a lot of you tend to like my thoughts. I mean, they're basically my voice. The problem is that I can't record the videos. And I think in today's age, we can safely say that YouTube podcasts like podcasts with a video is like the best invention ever and i can't be a part of that trend it sucks because i keep on not getting i'm not used to talking to the mic without a script so today that's what we're going to be doing new the second thing is i added a link to my bio to have all of you ask questions for the podcast episodes and i got two of you to ask amazing questions that is going to guide a lot of the conversations for today. So I'm very glad. Now the link that I have on my bio is for anonymous questions. So anybody who asks things, I have no idea who it is. Okay. So if that's something that makes you feel very comfortable, feel free to slide in feel free to check the link out, add in some of your questions. Maybe you have a situation that you need help on and I could answer it on the next podcast episode, whether it's related to the episode or not. It's up to you, okay? Now, today we're going to be talking all about how to embrace female friendships and ultimately becoming a girl's girl. This is a journey that I have fully taken on and embraced since, I guess, the end of high school, beginning of college, um, and years down the line now. I'm almost 25 and I can safely say I have a great support system of women. I feel very comfortable speaking on women's issues. I feel very comfortable around other girls. I feel very welcomed and I'm very, very happy where I'm at in life. This was not my life though years ago. I was actually very in a very different place. So that's what we're going to be exploring today so I can help you become a girl's girl and ultimately have a wonderful group of friends or even a small group of friends that are very genuine to you okay now let's start off with how everything started where um, i was in life and what happened for me so i actually used to be in a long-term relationship and all of my time was spent with this guy so the friends that i I used to have in high school slowly I drifted them apart for the reason that I spent all of my time sharing only with the guy right because as society has taught us for a very long time um, women are to prioritize male relationships we're never really taught how to embrace and how to nourish female friendships so for that reason I didn't nourish them and I lost all my friends and I went from zero friends right? Almost like starting with a blank canvas. 
But because I did surround myself a lot with other men, I was consistently with my boyfriend's friends, I felt that I was always observing male behavior more often. And I realized that for me, groups of women felt uncertain. They felt so unpredictable. Like I wasn't able to understand women because I was never around women, meaning that I didn't even feel like I belonged in groups of women. I was really shy. I was really insecure, scared. I was anxious to come up to other girls. Um, I felt outcasted. And for a long time, I built this victim mentality that it was me, that Um, that it wasn't me, that other girls just didn't like me, that I didn't understand why girls didn't come up to me and talk to me and made friends with me. And it was because the kind of guy behavior that I observed, guys are very much more bold about the way that they make friends. And so I thought the same would be for women. But I realized there's like more code. There's a lot more girl code. And I'm going to tell you exactly how I started to unravel and open up my eyes. So the first thing, the very first step was changing my mindset. Instead of being a victim of this like oppressive system that I was putting myself in, you know what I did? I started thinking, you know what? I am meant to have friends. I want to be deserving of friends. I am a cool person. I am awesome. I have great, funny things to contribute I'm going to intentionally start making friends. If it's who, like, I don't care who rejects me. I'm going to start putting in the effort. That was the first thing you got to do. The first thing you got to do is change your mindset, right? And uh, actually, you know what? We're going to go jump right into question number one because it goes, it goes in hand in hand with with what I'm about to talk about. She said, For this podcast episode, I would like to know what are the best tips on how to make girlfriends in general? So like I already said, number one is changing your mindset, okay? Number two is start putting yourself in environments with groups of women where there's nourishing and a big amount of girls in those areas. So for me, I was in college, meaning there was a lot of clubs, there was a lot of organizations, there was a lot of events. What I started doing is I did my research, okay? I did my research on groups of women. For me, I was a pre-med student, so naturally I put women in medicine, women in pre-med student, whatever. And I found that there was this club named AMWA. That was the first club I ever joined that I was uh, very... I guess, present in. I had a very good amount of events that I went to. I always went, I always set myself with intention too. I said, if I want to be around other girls and I want to make friends, I have to end up going there often. Otherwise, I'm never going to be able to strike conversations with people, right? Now you may be thinking, okay, I'm going to join these clubs and I'm going to make friends. For a lot of people, that's the case. For a lot of girls, for a lot of you, that has been the case. For me, that wasn't. That was kind of like an expectation that I had shot in the dark, like, oh, I'm going to join these and I'm going to make friends. But that didn't happen. But what did happen was I started getting comfortable with observing girls, with observing like how girls act around each other, how they talk, how to make small talk. The thing about it was, how was I expecting to make friends right away if I like didn't build any foundations on how to nourish friendships? I didn't really know how to go from small talk to actually hanging out and then from hanging out to becoming a good, good friend. 
So that like foundation wasn't built yet. Okay. But what did happen was I started learning how to network. I started learning how to strike small conversations, how to be okay with the small talk, how to joke around with other girls. When, when it was safe for me to come out of my shell, when it was safe for me to be goofy, those kind of things I started learning. And then another thing is I started learning how to be creative around planning events, around planning fun activities. Because for me, I didn't really know what to do with girls. Like I, I, I thought, yeah, like I had plans in mind, but I wouldn't know how to execute them. And these clubs, these organizations, that's kind of what they help you do because there's always like a leadership board and some even outside of college clubs, right? Like private events and private things like that. They're always going to be like a board of women who are organizing everything. And when in these board of women, they have roles and they have expectations and they have et cetera, right? All of those things I kind of like started extracting and then I started spitting those things out for my personal use. Now, the other thing that I started doing was building my identity. And we're going to talk deeper about, about this uh, a little bit later on. But I had to start working on building my identity because if I didn't have anything about myself to bring to the table, how were other people going to value me? If I couldn't value my own passions, how were other girls going to see the fun in me? How were they going to feel safe and feel like I was someone that wasn't going to just drag them down into into like a negative a negative void? You know what I mean? So definitely start working on your identity while you're in this process. Another thing is to understand that you need to put in effort. And this is something that I actually learned from a girl that I'm no longer friends with. She used to have a lot of friends. And one thing that she told me that had struck me a wrong, it's, it's the way she said it, but I definitely still learned from it was I have to put in work in order to make friends. Like, how am I expecting to have people come up to me if I'm not even putting in the effort? And sometimes it feels like a one-way street. I'll admit it to you. Sometimes it feels like you're just shooting a whole bunch of invitations to people to hang out with you. But please don't give up around this time because I promise you, it took me about four years to get to a consistent like to a space where I'm consistently being able to hang out with girls and have friends and etc. But you you just can't give up in this process and you need to be able to put an effort into making plans, right? One of the other things that I did was I joined Bumble BFF. And Bumble BFF is one of those apps where it's kind of like a dating app but for friends. And now the friendships that I made there they didn't last for a lifetime. A lot of them burned pretty quickly. A lot of them were just short-lived. But what it did do is it allowed me to make friends with a couple girls. And then I just kind of kept them on social media. And I had really, really, uh, like, I I actually made a, so many memories from the girls that I did hang out with than from just being alone. You know what I mean? Like, the girls that I did hang out with, like, for example, some of the girls I met actually in New York. I met two girls and they were really beautiful, brilliant. And I went on there and I told them that I was trying to make friends and they were visiting actually from Houston. I was from Houston and I was in New York at that time. So we met up and that was one of the most fun nights of my life. Like we went out to this bar, we talked, we had a good time. Um, then more friends pulled up and it was just a magical night. So that was one great memory that I made. And I wouldn't have made that if I would have stayed in my apartment that night. I wouldn't have made that memory or 
learned about like a new friend or even kept somebody else on social media if I didn't just log into the app and tried something that day. And uh, that's something that I highly suggest you try. Try to make them online. Try to make uh, try to download an app and see how that works for you. Another thing is ask friends to be introduced to other friends, if that makes sense. So if you know, if you meet a couple girls, a lot of girls already have their groups of friends, ask them to, ask them if you can be invited to some of those things. Most likely they'll say yes and they'll start introducing you. That's kind of how I've met so many more of my friends is I just kind of shot in the dark and started asking like to hang out and to do things with them. Uh, for the few girls that I did meet, either online or in person. One other thing is once you're working on your identity, once you're working on your confidence, don't be afraid to be the person that slides into the DMs. Don't be be afraid to be the girl that compliments someone else and continues a conversation. This is how I've met actually some of my friends is either one, I slid into the DMs and said, you know what? I've been seeing your social media. You seem really cool. Do you want to be friends in person? Um, or asking if they want to meet up, asking if they want to hang out. So many of my friends, and and it, and although some of them, you may not meet them all the time, they may not become your bestest friend, you have to start understanding that that's an unrealistic expectation that so that our society has set through movies, through Disney, through whatever, that, oh, the friends we meet once, they're going to be besties forever. That's not going to always be the case. But what could be the case is you meet someone, you hang out once, it's amazing, you don't burn a bridge, and they stay in your circle. At the end of the day, you need girls to support you in many different areas of life. So why would you not try to just meet girls in certain, like, why would you limit yourself to only meeting best friends. Why not meet girls that are from other cities and you can possibly meet them again one time? You could have friends who are just clubbing friends. Maybe some friends who specifically only you only met them through a Pilates class. But maybe if you go another month, they'll go with you. Does that make sense? That's kind of how I've made a lot of my friends. Um, is through my hobbies. So let's talk about hobbies really quick. In order for you to be an abundant woman, you have to have a many different skills in life and you have to be able to have support in all of those different areas whether that's your job your career whether that's uh your interests whether that's whatever the case is for me let me tell you all facets all facets of my life i have friends in because because i understand that those are the people that are like-minded and you want like-minded people around you for me the gym I have friends that I've made from the gym, from going to one consistent gym all the time, putting an effort into my hobbies and being there, being present all the time, not giving up. If I see the same people there, I'm going to I'm gonna talk to them and they're going to become friends. Same with dance. Now I have friends who come from dance. I have friends who have come from work. I have friends who have come from um, even just putting effort into going out alone. One of the things that I do now is I go out alone and if I see some girls out at the bars, I will talk to them. That's actually how I met my two most recent friends. Um, they, I met them at a bar. Her, well, one of them I met at the bar and another at another time. But don't be afraid to go out alone and put in that confidence. Like use that confidence that you've been gaining through your 
self-reflection and identity and talk to people and let them know what you do and if y'all align hang out ask to ask to do something fun and be the one that plans something fun so all they have to do is show up okay that way they understand okay so we've talked about best tips and general tips on how to make friends now let's get a little bit deeper into it question two but she says i feel like i'm being too picky with my friends i let be close to me and for that reason, I don't have many that many close friends. Am I in the wrong here? Now, whenever I was, so I'm reflecting back. And whenever I was in therapy during that time, and whenever I was trying to build friends going from zero, I remember that I was on the opposite end where I wasn't picky, but I felt like people were walking all over me. There was one girl who definitely like we burned that bridge and there was a lot of boundaries crossed within that friendship that I wish I wish I would have seen the yellow flags before it turned into the red flags. And my biggest problem at that time was I wasn't being picky enough. Okay, so pickiness and setting your standards isn't wrong when it comes to having close friends. Okay close friends there's levels there's levels of friendship that i'm going to be talking about soon but whenever it comes it comes down to setting boundaries the reason why it's important is because friends are are people that you're meant to be vulnerable with right and if you just let anybody in because you feel desperate that you don't have friends then that can actually be a, a worse thing right than not having than having few friends or having almost no friends and you being picky about it. Now you have to start questioning yourself. What are exactly are you being picky about? Because there's a few things that is it just entitlement? Like, are you just being picky about the types of careers that your friends have? Because you want to like seem or you want to have like a group of friends that like seem a certain way or like act a certain way that may be coming off a little bit entitled because at the end of the day you have to accept that people are going to come in different careers different shapes different interests different sizes you have to be able to support your friends in many of their different facets of life but if it comes down to values right what kind of values do these people have what kind of values do i have and are they aligning that's those are things that you have to be picky about so in a sense it's not wrong that you are picky it's not wrong that you feel um you don't have enough friends and you're filtering people out but it's important to understand where it is that you feel like you're not confident in your choices most importantly as well is knowing that because making close friends like making very 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 close friends is going to take longer than just making friends you have to kind of wrap that in your mind and understand that the expectations of the first person you meet is not going to be your best like the first person you meet is not going to become your best friend okay i'm just gonna let you know it could like maybe maybe that's the case but most cases that's not the that's not what happens it takes a series of steps right like you have to be picky with letting people in on your deepest darkest secrets but there's steps to that to that happening it starts with like i'm gonna call it the chicken shit the bullshit right the small talk the talks about um social media that talks about random topics about the boys whatever then it becomes deeper it becomes okay 
how can I, can I understand your mental health? And am I able to support you in some of those decisions? Am I able to help you get through tough times? Are you able to help me get through tough times? Are we able to have open communication with each other? Are we able to resolve conflict? All of these things are steps that you start taking and almost like tests for people coming into your life that if they are passing those flags, then you can move them on to another level of friendship, right? Then you can pass them on to a different, to a deeper level. So for that reason, it is going to be harder to make best friends. I promise you that it's going to be harder, not impossible, harder, but it is, it doesn't mean that you can't have friends that are just party friends. It doesn't mean that you can't have acquaintances. It doesn't mean that you can't have all these different levels of friends, which I really want to talk about. There's, there's like, okay, there's all these levels of friends, such as acquaintances. Then you got casual friends that you meet up with once in a while. Then you've got good friends that are not your best friends, but they're still good enough to show up to your birthday parties. They're still good friends to um, show up to events. And then you've got your intimate friends and your closest friends. Okay. Now, in order for you to keep people like this around you have to understand how to nourish each level and this is this is the most important part of that i want you to grasp from this entire episode nourishing your friendships could mean different things if you have a friend that you fought with recently nourishing that friendship may be understanding how to repair damages and managing conflict okay if it's an acquaintance it may be um you know, they show up late and you cover for them in some sh- in some sh- sort of way. That's another way that you can nourish that specific friendship. Another type of friendship is if you make plans with somebody, make sure that you stick to those plans. And if you are going to show up late, make sure that you let them know. A lot of, I, I know I have one friend who is um, consistently late, but I don't judge her because so I'm like, so am I. That's the problem. Like me and her, the reason why I get her is because I am her in some sense. But as long as she lets me know that she's on her way, that's all I need to know. Okay, that for me, that feels like she's nourishing me in the sense that I'm being provided some security that she's not going to bail on me. You know what I mean? Another thing is birthdays. I'm sorry, but girl code. Let me talk about girl code really quick. Birthdays are one of the most important things, The one of the most important seasons for all of your friends. So if somebody tells you their birthday, try to write it down try to write it down then and there in your calendar try to remember that date because when it comes she may be too shy to tell anybody or when she does say it you need to be prepared to like show up for that person whether they are if they're a distant friend send them a dm comment on their pictures if they're posting on social media if it's a close friend make sure that you arrange a gift for them um for me recently i did get into a fight with my best friend And it still hasn't been fully resolved, but her birthday came up and I realized that because of girl code and because I still want to have an opportunity to fix things with her, I had to show up. I had to show up for her in some way possible, because if I don't, then that almost signals to that. It's going to signal that I don't care about her, which I really do care about her. It's just we're fighting in the moment and we haven't made it up. And that's totally understandable. But that's what I'm talking about. You have to be able to nourish and almost like seed your friends, okay? Um, Another thing is giving them honesty, but in a sweet way, okay? 
a lot of friendships I've noticed are just based on criticism and like telling girls what to do, what not to do. In my opinion, that just feels really harsh. I don't really like, I mean, maybe I just don't vibe with that type of friendship. Okay. But nourishing my friendships, um, to me definitely means showing up for people, inviting them out to places, making sure you plan things for them, making sure that you send them gifts once in a while. For me, it's sometimes a random day. I'll think about a friend and I'll text them. I'll call them or I will send them maybe $10 to go get a coffee. Okay. It's very normal. Also, it's very normal to spoil your friends. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you know this, but for me it is. And I've noticed that that's one of the biggest things to have nourished my friendships. One of my younger friends, one of the things I do is I take her shopping with me. And if I take her shopping with me, that means I may get her a little something, a little gift or later on, like our gift exchanges are a thing, you know? But anyway, um, the last thing I want to just quickly, quickly touch upon is once you've already gone through the journey of being around women, understanding women's needs, understanding women's issues, you will start becoming a girl's girl. To me, a girl's girl is a person who is able to make other women feel safe and who is able to, by default, choose women's sides, okay? By default, defend women, okay? One of the most important conversations I think I've had is the type of conversations with me and another friend do not align in our values, but I can see her side. I can see where she's coming from and I can respect it full forward and I can still support it. Recently, it was, for example, a friend who I realized she's more okay with 50-50 relationships. She is way more okay with having, like, helping a guy through the building stage of his of his career. For me, I have a completely different value in that. I don't really see it the same way. But because I understand her like drive, her motivation, her light, I still see her light. I can respect that. And by default, I can I can like support it and I can help her in that journey. Okay. Now, like you have to in order to become a girl's girl, you have to be aware of the oppressive systems that exist. And you have to be able to support women, even if y'all don't really like each other. For me, another example has been some girl calling me about some guy that I guess I used to talk to months ago. And I think she found like my number on his phone for some reason, kind of like a voicemail or something that I left a long time ago. And she thought that I was sleeping with this guy. So she started asking me all these questions, kind of being rude about it. And at this point, I'm pissed off because I'm like, first off, you brought up a guy that I don't want to talk about. But second off, you're being a little bit of a bitch, but it's okay. Girl code, because I feel that there is an inherent girl code in this world. And I am a very, very, like I'm a girl's girl and I support women. I can understand her pursuit and her jealousy and where she was coming from, why she needed to have certain answers met. So instead of getting mad at the situation, like, oh, you being this, you being that, I just, I said, okay, you know what? I'm gonna put my differences aside. This is this is what really happened. I'm gonna give you the true honesty. Like, so you as a woman can make a safe and informed decision and then I can walk out of it. That's all I cared about at that moment. I didn't care about anything about this woman, what she was telling me. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, 
this is what happened. This is what didn't happen. I hope this helps. If it, if it didn't, whatever. Otherwise, stay way the fuck back. And that was it. So that's I feel like that's really what it means to be a girl's girl. Being able to support other women to understand their sides and to try to help them as much as possible, whether it's through advice, which I really love to do on TikTok, whether it's through a favor that you can do, back someone up, or even just by understanding, okay? But anyway, I'm actually running out of time. This is crazy. It's about to be 30 minutes. It's been a long talk. I hope you have a great rest of your day. This has been a very interesting episode to just free talk. Very interesting. I hope you have a good day. Follow me on all social media platforms. I hope this helped. If you have any further questions, send me a DM. And I hope to talk to you next time. Again, all my socials are at Building That Girl. And we'll talk next time. Have a good one. Bye.